This is a visual format, right? Oh, completely visual. And welcome back. Here we go. Um, so I was invited to this show by Batty, and we've got two great uh, guests. We've got Hoove back and Muldoon back. We had some great banter on our last show, probably about a year ago. Um, and I know debate season is coming up, right? We're going to start seeing the presidential debates. So this might be a little bit different format. But one thing is certain is Maddie is going to play our Anderson Cooper um, today. So we're thrilled for that. And uh, Maddie, why, why don't you kick us off? Tell us a little bit of the format that, that we're going through today. Yeah, this is a long time coming. We've been cooking this. I mean, I guess I'll say I've been cooking this. We've been debating this topic that I'm about to get into in one of our group chats for well over a year now. And uh, it's been a spirited debate that, quite frankly, couldn't be contained in a chat anymore and needed to be brought live into the world. Um, We've been talking for quite a while for some strange reason, among other things that we babble about, about team roster construction in the NFL. Optimal roster construction, draft, first season, expansion how do you build a team from scratch that's pretty wide open i've got some caveats that i'm gonna layer in so that it gets a little bit more difficult this isn't just like free range to keep everybody sort of within some structure but we've been debating this for a while and i think it's a fun topic because yes it's through the lens of sports and team roster building but it's really a philosophical debate which is what we're here for right we want to let the people see a little bit deeper inside of what makes these deranged minds cook um and i'm talking about hooven dune only not me i'm obviously perfect yeah um so so that's how we got here right so we've been talking about this going back and forth and we'll burn hundreds of text messages and it's just real it's a really hard spot we had to get to this point so i have been traditionally in the middle of this argument hoove is on one side dune is on the other um, Gibby, you don't really know what's coming, but you are a veteran to this topic. So I'm, I'm, I'm while I will be, let, let me, inter- let, let me interrupt. So Gibby has, Gibby has proper context that this is yeah. the dumbest fucking argument of all time. Cause yes. there's only one right answer. Yes. Yes. And that's a great start. That's a good start. So it'll be obvious. It'll be obvious. We'll see. So Gibby, you're basically the judge and jury. I'm going to, um, I call it moderating, but it really is a form of conducting. It'll be a symphony. So <laughs> The basic ground rules are you guys obviously are going to each going to get a chance to lay out, um, you know, your state, your case and lay out your side of this. As we go, I'm going to pick out pieces of that and we're going to dig a little bit deeper. Here are the only um, I'll call them rules that you guys will both be adhering to for the debate. There's only a couple of them and they're really just around what you're starting with. So imagine that these are expansion teams. You have access to every player in the NFL universe. Um for the sake of draft picks, let's just use like positions and just assume the best or like first, second, third, right? Just like you don't have to use actual draft names, but let's just assume that if you're going to bring the draft into play at all. The only stipulations are because this isn't just going to be roster, so there's going to be considerations, right? Salary cap, the coaching staff, ownership. Um, you will be the GM. You both are a GM. So there's going to be ownership, coaching staff, whole thing, right? We're going to take all this into account. The only thing that you won't get to do is pick the coach. I am going to tell you the uh, ethos of the coach that is the coach for your team. It was picked before you got there. A little bit unorthodox, but I think it's going to make this more fun. So you are GMs. The coach is already selected. And I'm going to give you an idea basically of the ownership that you're dealing with as well. But you guys are going to ultimately end up picking that. So it's going to be like sort of like picking out of a hat. And you're going to end up with one or two types of ownership. And so you've got to build the team 
inside of your sort of premise with those two things in play. Those are the only rules. Everything else is fair game. Make sense? Yeah. It's okay to say no, because I've already... Uh, yeah, just say no. No, no it, it does make sense. I'm just confused at being able to pick the GM, but not the... Or pick the owner, but not the GM. No, you're not picking either. I'm picking those two for you. You're the GM. The ownership will already be in place. Got it. The unorthodox part is you're or the coach. The yeah, coach. Sorry. yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So, okay. So, so you're picking both the head coach and the owner. Yep. So, okay. who, which one of you wants to go first? Who wants to state their case first? Oh, wow. Gibby, pick one of them. Go. Hoove is ready to go. I see him itching. Okay. Hoove's in. So, he's going to take the alpha position, and Muldoon will start off as the beta. Um, all right, Hoove, your ownership team. <laughs> no, that's not how you framed it when. <laughs> yeah, mate, listen, you didn't step up. You had an opportunity to jump in and take the reins, and Hoove was given the reins. All right, Hoove, your ownership team is um, they are two millennials. They have family money. They know nothing about the NFL. They just wanted to own a team because they thought it would be fun. It's a brother and a sister combination. And your head coach is off of the Shanahan tree. Ooh. Oh, geez. Um, Keep it in your pants. Yeah, yeah. You can bring in coordinators if you want, but honestly, I don't think you need to get that meta with it. So with that in mind, state your case as to the optimal way to build a franchise from the ground up with access to every player that you possibly could to start. What would your strategy be for like your first draft plus who you'd want on the roster? All right, who have we lost? Not a good start for who if his mic is not working. I think we may have to bring Muldoon right back in unless Hoove can quickly pick. I'm ready. I'm ready. Five, four, three. You want that situation, Muldoon? Or are you just jumping in because one. you want the millennials and the. <laughs> no. All right, Hoove, Hoove, you're back. Go ahead. Your floor is yours. Good? Yep. Uh, I said because I'm not dying tomorrow, I'm taking the, the youngest and the best quarterback out there. And then yeah. I'm building from the outside in receiver. And then I'm starting in the D line and then the O-line, and then the secondary and linebackers, and then RB. So quarterback first, youngest, best quarterback available. Can I pick a, a, an actual person? Um, yeah, we you can know, like a, yeah, a, you Joe, can. a Joe Burrow type, anyone with yes. a top five young quarterback. Okay. Yeah, but you're an expansion team. That's not what you're doing. You're picking a draft pick well, or some shitty backup that's like you're picking Matt Corral. Yeah, so who think about it this way? That's fine because you're gonna have you're probably gonna arrive at the same spot, but you're basically drafting, and yeah. you have yeah. two picks in the first four rounds, each of the first four rounds. So two, four, six, eight, two picks in okay, each. Okay, give first me like eight. a Drake May. Okay, so if you're thinking about this draft, so you're starting with a quarterback before even now. Remember too, there's game theory involved. If you pick a quarterback with that pick, you know your next pick. A picture your first pick of the round being like five, and your second pick being like twenty. So you're going to progressively have access to worse talent, obviously. So there's game theory in play. If you wait forever to take a certain position that somebody else thinks is valuable, you could be stuck. So your first pick is, uh, let's just call it a top quarterback, right? Top tier one quarterback. Yeah. And then your second pick is is a lineman on what side of the ball? No, a receiver. Receiver, that's right. Okay. And then your first pick in the second round? A defensive line. Okay. So... Who's basically building like Joey Harrington's Lions? 
Well, I, I'm no, thinking I, like this is a little bit of the Bengals 2.0, right? Like, and you mentioned Burrow. Oh, not at all. I, I looked at the last 10 teams that have been in the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. There are some variations, right, of what New England was and, and what San Francisco was. But the only team that I came up with um, of the last 10 teams that have been in the Super Bowl that didn't have, like, at least an above-average offensive line were the Bengals. Um and so not putting in the resources for the O-line is, is concerning for me. So that's just my okay. immediate uh, take. Yeah, I think that's – I like that. I Have I already won? No, no but, you I, know, oh, I'm well, going to poke some holes. That's what <laughs> well, so, now, so now who? Why? What is the reasoning for building that way as opposed to any other way? Wow. he's And he's gone again. He's just having a hard time with the mic, which, you know, I would have thought this would have been Muldoon's issue. He's not a big tech guy, um, but uh, yeah, that lines up. Yeah. Can you hear me? We got yeah. you. Hoof. Stop touching stuff. Rookie. I'm not touching anything. I promise. All right. Why would you build that way as opposed to actually wait, hold that thought. Don't answer that yet. Muldoon, you're up now. Why don't you give us yours and then we'll have the contrast and then we'll start talking about why. Are we getting teams players too? Think of the like, think of an um, you would, but b- picture you having access to like a free agent pool. So like you know a couple guys, but like think about free agency in general in the NFL. Like yeah, and then we get like the, we get some we get five overpriced contracts or something. Basically, and then, and then yeah. I'm thinking like stuff. you can okay. probably each team can probably protect like ten guys on the yeah. NFL roster. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. Guys. You're not getting any studs outside of the draft. You're getting some depth type guys. Maybe you find a gem, but it's all guys that people have like let get to free agency, weren't tagged. Yeah. So in in this year's draft, I am drafting Marvin Harrison. Okay. Safest player, uh, best wide receiver prospects since, I don't know, Chase, I guess, who is making Joe Burrow. Wow. We just saw him make, who who is that Bengals QB? Browning? Browning. Browning. Yep. Elite. Yeah, that guy's fucking elite now. Now he is. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going Harrison. And in the second round, or I get two first? Yeah, early and late. So you're taking a receiver. That's your early first. And you're late. starting with a receiver. Okay. I'm starting with a receiver, and then I'm going back with either the best offensive lineman available mm-hmm. or the best cornerback available. So if Christian Gonzalez drops, I'm, I'm nagging him. But mm-hmm. Uh, in the case that he doesn't, I'm going. Just give me, give me the whatever lineman's coming out of Iowa. Yep, smart or tight end. You're going to win some points with Gibby, cornerback. He's got a soft spot for cornerback. I do so love corners. Yeah. Um, hey Muldoon, they get paid. Yep, Muldoon. So when you think about like the hold, on, hold it, yeah. When you think about like the the guys that are worth the fifth year option, right, and and mm-hmm. extending that out, it's obviously quarterbacks that they're good. Um, and then it's the offensive lineman, defensive lineman, and corners. You can find like linebackers are a dime a dozen, um, but corners, edge rushers, like that's that's where I would lean to initially. Yep. Okay. Who? What do you got? Yeah, Muldoon. Um, do you happen to know the success rate of a receiver in the first round to make a second contract? Uh, drafted in the top ten in the first round. No, you can't. This is like you're going after the the top ten guy, the locked in. This is the best guy. He's ready for I'm you. I'm not drafting the guy at 28. It's I'm 38. Drafting number, I'm drafting number two. 38 percent success rate. No, no. 
Wait, wait, what's yeah, defining success rate? What's defining success making, rate there? Making a second contract. Second and the contract. cornerback position's 39%. 36 was, was cornerback. What is it percent? for QBs? Oh, sorry. 39, he said, for QBs. No, that oh. was, I thought that was, oh, I thought he was saying cornerbacks. I think he said quarterback. Um, you, but is some of that like a quarterback, like, look, think of Danny Dimes. Would you go back a year and give him that contract again? No, so that some of that, stupid. Is some of well, that there's skewed? The, there's the context there of being the, the top 10 guy versus, you know, wide receiver drafted 25th. Those are two completely different tiers. Well, but the so money like, nobody's putting Marvin Harrison. Too. Nobody's paying, nobody's uh, comparing Marvin Harrison to Quentin Johnson. Like, that's not a comparison that they made. Right. So, uh, okay. The bus rate for top 10 QBs is significantly higher. Yeah, fields. Uh, I, I definitely no, have not. the data, and it's probably it's probably close to 100. percent It's oh. not even close. That's There's so many numbers. examples of bad receivers being drafted top 10 as well. Oh, I doubt it. So here's the thing. Here's my question for both of you, because who of you, your hierarchy is quarterback, receiver, and then D line. You said right, top three. Yes. And Dunes is receiver, O line, cornerback. So you guys are somewhat aligned on receiver being mm-hmm. a premium position. Which I think, like, Gibby, name a team yeah. that's got a successful offense that doesn't have at least one alpha top 10 receiver. It's pretty unheard of. So I looked, again, at the the teams that made the Super Bowl, the yep. last 10, it's Kansas City, Philly, the Rams, Cincy, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Philly, Denver, Carolina. The only team without, like, a stud receiver at that point that they invested significant capital in was really like Carolina, San Francisco got a little bit lucky with Debo, right? And he mm-hmm. dropped in the draft. And yeah. um, but that that's really it. It was Carolina eight years ago. So it's you know you need someone that either it's significant money in free agency or uh, you know draft capital for a trade or someone that you draft in the top probably twenty. Um, you know the hit rate's not great. Um, there's a Justin Ross's at Cincinnati that, um, well, you know, I mean, he had like a broken back. He was one of those guys missing some vertebrae back there, I think. Yeah. But so, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. You need a pass catcher. Um, if you, you want to, so you guys one. are, you guys are aligned there. Let's just check that box. Like, let's assume you got to have that, right. That's the piece where we differ is sure. who, if you would get the quarterback right away, you took him with the yeah. first pick Dune, you're going cornerback uh, in line. What is you two's plan if you guys decide those are important positions? Because you're pretty much aligned on the top four after that. Dune, how are you getting your quarterback? And what type of quarterback is it? And do you plan to compete right away? Because the other thing is, if you're assuming this scenario, most of these new coaches get like two years tops. So you really don't have like a long rebuild. Uh, is it down to two years? Who gets fired after two years? I guess Dable's kind of on the hot seat now and... He made the playoffs last I, year. I think you might fired, be lucky but... to get three subpar <clears throat> years out of a out of a new situation. I think Does that that's feel right. fair? Okay. Yeah. So you so you, yep. you don't have a year to just punt is what I'm saying. You kind of have to get competitive. The but you got to show progress. There, yeah, they want you to be in the playoffs within the first two to three years. So where are you getting that quarterback, and what is the arbitrage of you doing that later because you're loading up on the line? What's the logic there? Well, so the evidence is overwhelming, and this is what makes us so dumb. 
if you take a QB later and drop them into a well-structured, well-coached team, they succeed. Uh, you don't need to – Jalen Hurts is the perfect example of this. In Philadelphia, he sucked. He was just not good, and he was on razor's edge until they traded for A.J. Brown. Uh, and then once they got A.J. Brown and Sykin in there, it changed the whole, the whole, this whole trajectory. Same thing is true for Buffalo. Uh, actually, Josh Allen, like that was awful for three straight years. And then they get Dave Ball in there and Stephon Diggs in the structure. That, that turned around because they turned the team around with it. If that so, is in place and the yeah. O-line is in place like it was in Philly, that kept Hurts upright. Like he wasn't, that team was competitive, even though he sucked. Uh, Buffalo turned it around on the fly, which I guess would be hope, uh, oh. an argument against me. But well, yeah, that would be an argument against me. Tough. That was so close to being that if he didn't turn it around those first three games, he was getting benched. Yeah, yeah, those guys lose their jobs, quick. and then you're and starting we, over. We talk about landing spots a lot too, and that's a whole other offshoot of this conversation. Like, what what happens if you swap Fields and Hurts, for instance, um, in their situations coming out of the draft? Fields ends up at in Philly and and Hertz this is, is where Chicago. you guys get it so wrong. All right, go ahead. You're just assuming you're hitting on all these picks. Muldoon's saying the Eagles had a good line so that they became good. Did you realize that their O line is none of them are drafted in the first round, but Lane Johnson, and he was drafted like ten yeah, years but ago. Have you checked their percentage with and with Lane Johnson in and out of the game? They were wildly different teams. Yeah, but they hit on one guy. Rest of their picks were later on the line. The rest of their for- picks were late. They have a bunch of fourth and seventh rounders. So it's like you're saying, oh, no, so yeah, just I build think a good that. team. Yeah, that's valid. You're saying build a good totally team. Totally valid. And but, quarterback I- in the second round, the success rate for a QB in round two is 43% compared to 63% in round one. So you're I, don't, I don't even know how you're defining success there. You just, well, it's the second You contract. just hit me with some. Okay, so what's the second contract? Is, yeah, getting a yeah, second contract. contract. But I mean, and that's that's where we're defining success. Yes. But okay. I agree. And and oftentimes too, like a lot of these offensive linemen, right? They're switching positions. They're you know left tackles in college, but in reality, they're right tackles in the NFL, um, or they have to move inside to guard. You know, Garrett Bowles was atrocious. It was like. Um, for his first three or four years before he was like a second team all pro and almost didn't get that second contract. But like, so it it is a learning curve on the offensive line too. And the adjustment, like it's you rare that you get Joe. Th- you can draft Joe Thomas and your team can still suck. So it's like, I, I right. get that. That's going to be true for any position. Here's where I, yes. yes. And here's where I land. So I think, you know, ultimately you obviously have to draft well, but how much of that are we assigning to luck? How much of drafting is it's, good scouting and how much is luck? What percentage? Sure, but that? we're not factoring that in in, in this argument. We're well, simply saying, to. how would you build a team? And I'm using data, which you two are all for, but you don't even I know the data. I need to see the sources of these of these hair two fourth data. Now you need to dropping. see the sources? Yeah, I never saw homework, it. Bitch. You, can't come in, you can't come into a debate <laughs> and not give the guy... Who's moderating the debate? Your sources? What is this? You went okay. Here's on why you start at quarterback, because the most wins the last by the last two decades have all been by top seven QBs. In 2000 to 2010, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Big Ben, Don McNabb, Brett Favre, 
They led their team for decades in most wins. Where on earth is I, Cousins, where on earth is Geno Smith? Go ahead. Baker. Yeah. Baker. When, when were those guys you drafted want to be that you just three listed years. off? When were those guys drafted that you just listed off? Two in the first round. The other two were late. The other you had one that was the overall pick. So if I'm if I'm an expansion team, I'm not starting with one. You just gave 75% of a roster that was, was not drafted first overall or second yeah, overall wherever you're landing in the for, expansion. Okay, so your idea of saying, here, don't take a quarterback round one, take it round four, four because that was good for McNabb or whoever is ridiculous. The well, success rate in round four is 22%. Sure, the success rate is going to go down every every round. But what I think he's yeah. Saying, so why wait? Uh, that's fair. That is valid. That's fair. But you have it's to think about opportunity cost. In football. So, opportunity cost. Exactly. You have to think about and it's opportunity cost. So you're stack ranking the value of these positions. I agree that quarterback and receiver are valuable. Are they more valuable at that spot than it would be to build around those guys first? Is what we're basically do you out. do you know? No, the top you have to look at what makes these. They're all no. That's a separate argument. That's a separate it argument. Tells, so you have it to tells look you at they're important. So why are you not drafting them first and second and third? It's not whether it's important or not. It's what how how you make a quarterback successful. Brock Purdy's going to get a second contract. Was he fucking great? Nope. Uh, Hurts getting that second contract. Now he got paid. He was not good. All these guys getting second contract. Dak got a second contract. Keep, he just dropped into a great offense with Zeke and a great offensive line. And how many Amari seventh Cooper rounder quarterbacks did, are not making a second contract? Oh, like 90%, 95%. Okay, so you keep piggybacking off of one example. That's that's weak. I'm not that doing that with three. Lawrence. Even the case, But you have to go into it and say, okay, if my team sucks and I put my shitty quarterback like Bryce Young in a situation, yeah. is yep. this guy going to make it? Because Irreparable harm. Sucks. It's Irreparable one year. Harm. It is yeah, but, one yeah, year. Yeah, but Hoove, there is and also what a about lot Stroud? of data. It's so hard. No, there's a lot of data This that is says a Derek Carr example or David Carr. If you don't get it in the they first year, they were bad at drafting harder. late. That's why they sucked. They were hold bad on, at drafting late. Like hold every on. other team in the NFL, they're bad at drafting late. Sure, but who? There is data that suggests that every wasted year, like Bryce Young, a whole year of development wasted, confidence, everything gone. The the odds of that guy hitting go down precipitously after that first year. Okay, there's, so you, there's also the salary cap structure. And this is the, oh, sorry, go ahead. Tackle what? Just a. a in Muldoon's world, instead of Bryce Young or Stroud or Anthony Richardson, he's taking a guard or a tackle. Is this true, Muldoon? I'm not taking a guard. I'm taking a center. <laughs> okay. Just like a fucking man. <laughs> so when you're building out the roster, though, the most of – this is actually a great point. Like When you're building out a roster uh-huh. and looking at the second contract, because quarterbacks make so much money, you can't waste their rookie years. That's true. So there's such a competitive advantage right now. So what are you going to do? What are you? Are you going to wait till you have a good team to draft a quarterback? Well, they use the 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 case for it is what the Lions are doing. They now are a quarterback away, basically, because they drafted well. Do you yeah. realize they only have uh, four start first four first rounders that they drafted on offense? Yeah, but this this is going to be true for any any good team. Look, you're going to and look and have, say, "Well, they drafted well." So what? Yeah, what's because your, that's how you make a good team. You know how hard that is. There's only three. Yeah, teams but then you can't use that as well. So your your you argument can, is okay. your argument is to draft a good team 
and acquire a good team and then pick a quarterback. And I'm telling you, that is nearly impossible. Only three teams currently in the NFL are like that. The 49ers, the Eagles, and the Lions. They all then got their quarterback. And and by the way, the Eagles have four first rounders that they drafted as starting line and their starting lineup on offense and defense. The 49ers only have three guys in the first round that they generated. And those guys are old as shit. Niners the are like have, <laughs> The Niners are such an outlier. They're like 19 and 0 in games where Purdy, Debo, Ayuk and finish the game. Maldoon's example is to say use a first rounder on an offensive lineman because He'll be better. I picked it's Marvin like, Harrison, and is... then I picked a guy. He picked a guy. I picked Marvin starts. Harrison was my first. You know what? This feels very debate. This is good. This is exactly what I was hoping for. This is like a debate. Everyone's cutting everybody off. Like this is new. It's a fun well, new flavor. What's Kibbe, interesting is Kibbe that the is, we talked about San Francisco, or you mentioned San Francisco. They Not tried cool. to draft a quarterback early. True. They tried to draft yeah. Trey Lance. This is where the the one night in Pinehurst podcast started. Was Maddie and I arguing about it? I thought the pro- the process and the thought process behind it was right. If Trey Lance was good, um, yeah. he happens to not be, it, or able to stay healthy, and he only played like twenty six games past his senior high school. Or, yeah. But um, but I mean, San Francisco was trying to go that route. They just kind of landed on Purdy with the last pick in the first round. So it's interesting because they they drafted so well. They are the outlier. And then the other thing too is. On quarterback, maybe like you sign a veteran or whoever's not like kept or whatever, um, who's reasonable, and look at what Green Bay's doing with Jordan Love. Like, yeah, and you sit him for a couple of years, and after they get some exposure, like you know, it's it's the hardest position to play in sports. Like, it it doesn't hurt to sit behind a veteran for a couple of years and develop, but you do waste yeah. those two years. So it's it's a yeah, Do now if love ends up being legit, which would be shocking to me, now the Packers, there's so many permutations. Now the Packers have to pay him, but you don't mind. You know what? Right. To the salary cap, the other thing that makes this kind of a, a, a less of an impactful conversation, unfortunately, I'm realizing this now, is the salary cap keeps going up, and teams have ways to circumvent it, and you can build teams like it's not as restrictive as maybe the NBA's cap is, so you mm-hmm. can get around it a little bit, but. You know, I really yeah, but that, see a couple ways to do it. That, that that's true. That it's not as restrictive, but they don't allow for player movement. So yeah, that's true. You really, it really is just drafting in old guys. That's true. Like what old veterans and scrappy players can you get? So Gibby, where where and do you, you can't feel... get scrappy wide receivers? Yeah, no, you can you get scrappy quarterbacks. And you can plug them in, and then you can you can end no, you up with can't. a Purdy. You can't, but you do, can't that. do that with a wide receiver. One. You can't Pur- do that. Like you're Purdy saying. was Purdy was a, a there are a more first round starters from being a scrap heap quarterback. He's that's a bad example. Throw the Niners out of this. They did it all backwards. Throw, and still somehow paid. Throw them out. You, you keep piggybacking examples like they're they're normal. They're not normal. No, those you are outliers. Pick Purdy, you can't pick her. Her should have been a first rounder. That's a bad example. Wait, hold on. Yeah, no, that, oh. that is the example I'm making. That you shouldn't spend the, the pick on it because you can get those guys if you have the infrastructure okay. in place. And if I'm a GM, I'm never picking. Which is hard. Yes. Muldoon. Go ahead. You want to be good for three years. Y- your idea of success is to take Cousins, plug in, and then be good for three years. You know who did that? The um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They won one Super Bowl with Brady. The no, Denver no Broncos. They won with Peyton. <laughs> 
I don't want to be good for three years. Fuck that. Let's be good for a decade. Might have just lost. You know who's good for a points. decade? Ooh, I'm gonna wait for that Lawrence. How long are we gonna wait for Lawrence to come to fruition? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, you're, I got, guess you're young. You got time. Here's what I think. All, they, all the Jaguars have to do is spend money in free agency, and then they're right where the 49ers will be and the Eagles. But you want it to happen right now for some reason. I think there are a few ways to build the top of your roster. I think there are positions that you absolutely 100% cannot spend premium capital on and expect to build a good roster. And that's obviously... But this is like the game could change. But right now, I think who you ranked it last. I don't know. I think Maldon, you're in the same boat. Like the league isn't worried about running back. It's a position that's not as valued anymore. So like if you're taking... You know, there's an argument like the Falcons took Bijan. He's elite. It's probably still the wrong pick, to be honest. Like, I don't know that you waste the yeah. top 10 pick on a running back. But the the interesting part of this to me is while we agree on how not to build the team, you guys are pretty far off outside a receiver as to how to build the team. Hoove has come with some pretty good examples and some TBD data. I'm not sure if I'm going to allow it into the record. I'm going to need it to review it because I showed him a Google sheet earlier. Actually, he thought it was Hoove. a website. So I don't what? know. What? Muldoon? Can can you give me some examples of teams that started? Uh, they drafted first overall, and then what happened? This is your argument: is that first overall teams have bad organizations, so naturally they're going to draft poorly. That that their late round picks suck. They're not good at scouting. That's why they're picking first overall. So three of the last ten Super Bowl appearances have featured a first overall quarterback, Carolina. Atlanta, Cincy, Matt Ryan, uh, Matt Ryan, um, Joe Burrow, and they all lost. But uh, but that being said, right? I think it's important. So that would be, but that would be. There's 20 teams in that Super Bowl, so three of no, 20 no, teams so 10 featured. teams have made it. But I mean, Kansas City traded up a, a boatload to get to Mahomes, right? Uh, the Rams, not traded. first overall. No, no first not round. first overall, which, you know, everyone in the league is kicking themselves for not making a trade, right? Um, the Rams traded Jared Goff, first round pick overall, um, to get Stafford, essentially. Uh, Philly drafted Wentz second, right? And, and they lucked into Nick Foles um, as a backup to win the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, there are six teams that have given up Maybe not first overall, but top 10 um, value, if you want to use like Jimmy Johnson's draft chart um, in terms of, uh, you know, what what they gave up to get to their quarterback. So, you know, it it goes from three guys that have made the the Super Bowl in the top with the top overall to six or seven that, you know, have given up. There's, There's almost a separate. If we're looking for middle ground. There's a separate argument where if you're looking at where Mahomes is drafted and Roethlisberger, they're not top picks. Uh, you know, they're not, they weren't top 10 picks. Uh, and so they were drafted into good infrastructure. So if I'm drafting 15 through 30 or 12 through 30, that's a reasonable pick to me to then draft a quarterback, even if I have one that's mediocre. So if I was New Orleans this year, I'd be drafting a quarterback and, and you know, they- trying to make it work there, letting them sit for a year. I think, um, you know, Belichick obviously is not a great drafter, but I believe one of his philosophies, and it actually was pretty successful, was he? I think he said you take a quarterback every year in the first four or five rounds, I think it was. Like you take yeah. at least a quarterback every year. 
And some of them paid off. You know, Garoppolo ended up with a career. Like you have some guys that he was able to spin out for for some value. Garoppolo was a, a profit. He was, yeah. But yeah, Castle I, was a profit. Yeah. So I think Brissette there is value was, in Brissette's like a starter. He's going to get a starting quarterback. Job. He'd probably get a starting job next year. I think there's at least ten teams that would want him. Quarterback's obviously important. Receiver is obviously important. Where I tend to differ from Hoove is not valuing. Um, Cornerback and edge rushers enough. I think the way the game never going, said edge. I said D line. I'm good with D line. I know, but it's third for you, and I would have probably popped it up. I would have popped it up higher than quarterback because I feel like if you can yeah, disrupt they, the other team, you give your team a better chance to have to score less and be less. Are you guys dying more. tomorrow? I hope not. You got, <laughs> you got you got plans for us? Let me give Three you the twenty four hours. Let me give you last decades. <laughs> New England. Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Seattle, New Orleans. Any of them have good edge rush, rushers? When? Over no. the last. Yeah. I'm, so what I do agree you guys with Hoover. I think like, you guys want to be like, you guys want to be good for like three years. Well, what could you say? I don't, I don't think you need an edge rusher. An edge rusher is like a luxury pick. Like, once you get the quarterback, once you get the receiver figured out, get your edge rusher to have them stop scoring as many points as they do and then you're good edge rushers don't last as long in the nfl there's rare scenarios in which they do and yeah. offense is is where it's at i mean you can control the whole game if you have a good offense i will say cornerback quarterbacks don't really shadow anymore either like i think it is more of an offensive three. game yeah yeah that's fair the, the top five teams right now leading the decade in wins kc buffalo philadelphia dallas and 49ers there's only 49ers just got Parsons. Philly's okay on the defensive line when it comes to sacks and, and pressure. Buffalo has nobody. Casey has nobody. Ooh. Philly, uh, Philly, Philly, they all have good Philly's, Philly's entire defensive line is first round picks. They're like all stuff. Yeah, but they're good at stopping the run. Yeah, but it's not they just, they working out. Like this year, they're getting. They are getting run all over. Hassan Reddick was a first round pick. And, you know, yeah. um, but they acquired well, him. Yeah, they acquired him. They didn't draft him. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I think there are two things. One, um, on the offensive line, right, tackles play now, like the elite tackles, the really good tackles play until they're 35, 37, mm-hmm. and they don't drop off that drastically. Um, you know, the Trent Williams, the Tron Armsteads, like as, as folks are getting older. Um, the other thing is you have like seven to eight wide receivers coming into the league that are – in the top three in the in the room in the receiving room on every team each year so like you know there's the zay flowers there you know i I get it like but the terry McLaurins that you know come in is he a stud is he gonna win you a super bowl no but like can he be the number two option on an elite offense absolutely he's probably the number one on a really potent offense right now gibby you just made my point yeah. yeah, we talked about two really good offensive lot tackles who can last a long time, uh, Armstead and and um, Willie, Trent Williamson. Whitworth and is a good those, one too. Whitworth is another example. Both those guys are not with their original team, and they've been with like three or four teams. Uh, imagine a scenario where the case Kansas City goes, we're not going to re-sign Mahomes. They're always going to be good with Mahomes until Mahomes says he's done with the with the team, like right. Manning did and like Brady did. So 
I don't understand the value you all place in these these tackles and these exterior positions when obviously quarterback is like the goal. Oh, because you can you can wreck a quarterback. If you don't have a good line, you will wreck a quarterback. They cannot be good enough to escape that. For one no, year. it doesn't. Oh, so year two, you're just magically going to get a line? It's just going to pop up. You're going to go did. from 30th in the league. Wait, so, yeah. you're, so if you're going into season two with this and you're thinking that after season one, if your quarterback doesn't get killed behind a crappy line, you draft nothing but linemen in the second year. Uh, my suggestion for drafting is third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, offensive line all day. Every These, these teams that are seeing success uh, – uh, San Francisco, Philly, the Lions even, the majority of their offensive linemen are in the third round or later. Yeah. So you can find success yeah. in those rounds or you can acquire them. Like you just, you gave two examples of great tackles. You can acquire linemen once you realize you have a good quarterback, you have good receivers. Those guys are acquirable. KC did this. They lost to Tampa because they got sacked a bunch in the, the Super Bowl. So what they do, they spent more money on than any team on offensive line, and they won the Super Bowl. No, that's, that's not fair, though, because they had already built Mahomes. You're building a quarterback. You can't set up a rookie quarterback to okay, fail what about Burrow? offensive line. Use Burrow as an up. example, then. Burrow's been getting beat up for years. Burrow, it's hard to tell because he holds the ball so fucking long. Like, who's at fault there? Yeah. I, I – um... Here, how about this? Rapid fire, right? The most mm-hmm. important position to draft in each of these rounds. First round, who? If you're sticking with quarterback. Uh, if if I don't have a good quarterback, yes. Statistically speaking, it's it's not a high success rate, but yes. So what's the highest success rate in the first round for, for a position? Uh, it would be the center position. Center? Yeah, because you don't... Here's the thing. You know, oh, oh, the round, it's draft. later. It's later in the draft, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. sure, why not? Why why not sign him to another deal? You're also not signing him to a bigger contract than you would a quarterback. Quarter, the f- top yep. five highest played players are quarterbacks, so you're not going to put a huge salary on a center. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. I have to. I think I have to award and Gibby. You tell me what you think. I think round one is a quarterback round. I think who've made a lot of good points there. I hate you cannot draft a quarterback in the top 15. You cannot do it. You're, 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 it's 30 picks, and you're treating them as if they're all the same. If you're this one is... through five in your organization fucking sucks, don't <laughs> draft a quarterback. You're going to ruin them. You're going to fucking get Bryce Young. That motherfucker ain't going to be Or you get Stroud. That's what so, you're, not, that's what you're he doing. Was you're wait, wait, wait. So wait what's he or no, no, that was our, I'm confusing that with our fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, we all agree. We all agree. Justin Herbert's ridiculously talented, right? Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. He just got a second contract. Every team would love to have Herbert, other than four teams. Yeah, the Chargers have won one. Uh, they haven't even won a playoff game with Herbert. Yep. Yes. How much Why? of that is because they haven't built an offensive line around him, um, and they they have a, a sieve for a coach. Yeah. And they've overpaid on defensive side to make up for shortcomings the rest of the draft, right? So, like, to Muldoon's point, why not build up the offensive line first? Like, imagine what Herbert would do if if he was in Miami as opposed to, you know, Tua right now. Um, that is a fun game. That that's kind of, So, that's kind of my point is there's – I don't think there's one right way to do this. I don't think there's actually one definitive no, there right way. right way. You guys don't get it. Gibby just said build an offensive line. 
That's like me saying just draft a good quarterback. No, that's not what I'm saying. I've said draft Marvin said Harrison Gibby. and get alignment. Oh, sorry. Give yeah, fuck you, Gibby. <laughs> so wait, so okay. So imagine a world where you can just go, here you go, it's fixed. Every team's trying to draft a good offensive lineman. There, there's never, seven picks in the draft. They acquire yeah. free agents. Every team's trying to draft the best. We'll start with center. Yeah, yeah, we figured it out right yeah. here. Yeah. All right, so, so start with center. If I'm building a team and I have a quarterback, and if I draft that quarterback in the first round, and it's not a top 10 pick because I, I did, I, I took a couple swings early and now I'm in year three. Right. Sure. And I got my, I got, I'm, I'm kind of shitty. So I'm drafting nine. Like that's a reasonable time to do it because then I have like a, re, a decent offensive line that spent some capital there first round early on trying to get tackled because that's where you get tackled. And then to your point, going interior three through seven to just keep fucking hammering those guys. So you're there. And then you take your, your running back that you've taken in the fourth, fifth round. And he's just yep. a fucking guy and you're going to yep. run him into the ground. You're one. Well, your quarterback gets some reps and he's throwing to your stud wide receiver and you're not killing it. And that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like if you just send them out there with no protection, no guys to throw to, or maybe you've drafted a guy, but no protection and your defense sucks. It, it, he's just going to get murdered. And then you're asking him to be, uh, you know, he's going to turn into Mac Jones. Who's Those totally guys don't all make it back. Okay, either. sure. Get a good offensive line. That's, it's not as easy as you're saying. Neither is quarterback, right? Well, what's the success rate no. for first round offensive line? It's it's not as much higher. I mean, you're signing guys to second deals. It's in the fifties, and the quarterbacks is in the the forties. But you're right; but it is what, cheaper. It's cheaper to sign them. It's you got you got to have the context of the draft the draft position too. If it's top ten, it's different than absolutely. You know, drafting a guy uh, at thirty. That's yeah. the wide receiver well, thing. Like you get a top ten wide receiver. If you draft Marvin Harrison, he's going to have a higher chance of success than uh, Keon Coleman. Okay, then why don't you use that same argument with quarterbacks? Because you, you keep going, just just when it's 15th so or 16th, take a quarterback. When we've seen countless times, that's not the case, except for one example, maybe Mahomes. No, they bust so, they bust so high in the top in the top five. They bust in the late, I mean, round, I, in the late first two. Yeah, but the opportunity cost, I think, is what Yeah, totally. So, right, so if I can lock that in... It, so it's order of operations. Thing, go ahead. It's order of operations. Like I think this is why it's hard to do this. Uh, there's some smart people who work in the NFL, and there's some obviously some idiots. But like, it's order of operations, and it's it's a lot of this for me. It comes down to the salary cap. It's how much of your cap are you gonna like? Look at the Bengals right now. They aren't going to have a huge drop off next year when T Higgins leaves, and they take a receiver in the third round. They're probably going to be right in the same spot they're in. If they were in a position where they had to sign for some reason T Higgins and chase, but let Burrow go and they're picking 20th or something. How are they replacing they're in at hell. that point? Yeah. So they're in hell. Yeah. So I don't, oh, know. I don't like, think so. Well, how do they You're, do that? They, I think they suck. They've been like they'll, one and four they'll... with Browning. Well, Browning, nobody knows who Browning is. He's like 27. He's played no Did he play for he played for like Brown University or some shit. But no, he went no, to Washington. That's not... He's a husky. Yeah, uh, but even well, dude, it, it, the reason you don't replace these quarterbacks is because you can't replace them. They're going to win you for two decades, like we saw with Brady. Peyton Manning won with the Colts for over a decade. Ben Roethlisberger won uh, for 15 Peyton Manning years. Won. 
I saw a thing the other Go day ahead, about ben An- Andrew Luck. Um, I mean, as a sidebar here, what a what an effort that guy just bailed. Took all the money. He's like, I'm good, and he's not doesn't have to Wasn't have twenty eight. He's young, and he's just Wasn't out there chilling. He he's young, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gibby, do we have a winner here? What's your take? Give me, give me. Oh, a, I'm not me. done. I all right, well, who, all right, closing great. arguments, closing arguments. We'll who, do some closing arguments. Who give us your closing okay. argument? My closing argument is I think teams are doing it wrong in the NFL when they don't draft a quarterback. If you don't have a quarterback in the top, if you don't have a quarterback, you're drafting top seven, you should draft a quarterback, regardless of who's available. The, the idea of letting Mahomes, Hurts, Dak slide to the second round late first is, is madness, just so that you can get some bullshit position that you can fill in later in the draft. Every team that doesn't have a quarterback should be drafting top seven quarterbacks. If you have a quarterback, trade back and get multiple picks. If if you need to establish a good offensive line, like Muldoon's magically saying is easy to do, then it, sure, acquire them via free agency like the 49ers have done. Draft those guys late. You don't just because you see success with 49ers and Eagers having good offensive line, defensive line doesn't mean you take them first round. You pay the guys. The most money, like quarterbacks, you should be drafting them the highest. Okay, Dune, close it. Uh, I th- I think who made my point for me. He oh. just named the best teams with the best offensive lines <laughs> and quarterbacks not drafted in the top five. All, all the examples, all those, all the, and I gave There's you examples not because one example. your examples. Oh yeah, Burrow. <laughs> yeah, okay. Josh so Allen. You, you basically want. <laughs> Mahomes wasn't Mahomes was pick fifteen. And, He's not. And by top the five. way, M- what happens? What happens when um, the 49ers need to pay all these dudes? What happens when the Eagles need to do it? Well, that's the beauty of it is that they already paid them because they, they haven't had to pay a quarterback. They Online. paid Hurts, you jackass. They did pay Hurts. I think that contract hasn't kicked. It. Is that you're one of that uh, contract? Uh, hold on. Okay, so. You- <laughs> Your idea of success is three years. Literally, you're saying I want to I want to pay a quarterback what? barely anything for no, three years. No, I want my quarterback to succeed. Who's looking for sustainability? Your idea is to keep. You're just no. He's looking to be the Cleveland Browns and just recycling shit year after year because your team yeah. fucking sucks and you haven't built anything around it. And That's you want to be the Tennessee Titans. You want to build this incredibly awesome team, then plug in a quarterback, and then see nothing out of it. Hurts steel doesn't kick in. The mistake that they made, and this is where I agree with you. This is where I agree with you. The, the mistake that Tennessee made is you then take multiple swings at quarterback, which I guess to their credit, they've kind of done, but uh, that, that is the right approach. And you're going to have a higher likelihood of that young QB who is going to come in the league and probably not be good because that's, that's the position. You're going to offer them a higher likelihood of success. What I'm saying is that a QB isn't independent of the organization who's kind of says that they are. Like they can what? elevate the organization. I'm saying opposite. The, what percentage yeah, of your what percentage of, were awful until Burrow came in? What percentage the, of your salary the cap was Chase there? Was, no, was Chase there was, with Chase uh, came after? Let, let me give first. you some examples of Muldoon's world of forming a good team and then seeing Uh-oh. success with with by plugging a quarterback. The Could Chicago Bears had an awesome team. They plugged in Mitch Trubisky. How did that work out? The Elite. Pats had an amazing team. They drafted Mac Jones. Had that work out. Elite. The Jacksonville Jaguars had Whoa, an elite team. Are you are you high? Let, the Pats had an amazing team. With- <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Do it here. Okay. The Jacksonville Jaguars Is had an elite team. 
had an elite team and they drafted Blake Bortles. They made one AFC oh, championship. I really thought of- you were going to say Lawrence. I was going to say credit to you for calling out Lawrence like that. <laughs> um, do you know who the offensive coordinator was of that Blake Bortles team? Rich Passaccia. Who? Uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, my <laughs> Amazing. Lord. Is that yeah. true? It is true. Um, Muldoon, what happened to those teams after three years? The, the Jets would be a good example of that, too. Uh, frankly, sure. but then they went out and got a QB because you could do that. Yeah. Oh. So, you. This is this is your vision, and I get it because you build. You literally are building your dynasty team like this. And yeah. Of just oh, rotating yeah, guys. This is how you view the NFL. I'm saying that's completely backwards. If you want to be successful for a decade, we've we've seen history tells us you need to have one of the top seven quarterbacks. You can fill the other positions because you'll need to re-sign offensive line. You'll need to re-sign corners and receivers. Nobody ever lets their quarterback go because you're going to be good with them no matter what. Yeah. Only after they're good, though. That's the point. Is like well, once yeah, you've established like can, that they're good. Okay, what about Stroud? You know Stroud's good. He has no nothing around him. You know Stroud's good. So what do you do if you're the Texans? Uh, Nico Collins is good. Oh Nico's good. I mean, we we went in. I will back Hoover up here. We did go into the season being like, who is Stroud going to throw to? Right? Is it going to be Mechie, Nico Collins, and it wasn't as good as his wide receiving core at uh, Ohio State. So, um, you know, I. I don't know where where to land on it, but um, yeah. I, who, but who is the, who are you the take a quarterback in the top ten? Right before you get it right, like are you going to do the Browns thing because it, it's sure. a thirty eight percent hit rate? Um, yeah, but you're, otherwise you're the Texans, you're the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, wait, you're, you're twenty eight other teams. Who, in the, NFL. who was the Texans? Who was the Texans quarterback before Mills? Oh, it was Watson. What's your point? Eshan? Yeah, what is your point? I, I, was just I like the to, way was, you... There was no point there. I was trying to... Oh, I was trying man. to actually remember who it was. And, oh, oh actually, Watson dropped it, outside, dropped it outside of the top 10. And by the way, when, when Houston was pretty good, it was because of Watson. And Hopkins. And who Hopkins. Was, who was drafted out of the top 10? It, it, yeah, it wasn't Watt. I mean, <laughs> they had Watt, the first overall pick. Yeah, that was we... not the reason they were successful. Gibby, I'm having a hard time. I don't... What's, I don't, what's I don't know where we land. I don't. I don't think we answered America's he, questions. No. Who just made, gave a great example of why I like, Watson was not drafted in the top ten? How, and how it a was a mistake. And, I'm telling you, that's a mistake. That he should be drafted top seven. Oh, I like that move from Hoove. That's a good but move. I, 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 he right I, now like one of the worst and most immovable contracts in the NFL. Um. So there's. My, you know, Cleveland's in quarterback hell right now to a degree. My my goal for this discourse was not to come out with a winner. I'll tell you all that. My goal was to prove the point that there is not one way to do this. And I think no, there is. There, there is. isn't. Both of you have made very good points. <laughs> yeah. There's not one way to do this. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> if you're looking at the Pat situation and going, geez, they should take Marvin Harrison over over May, you're high as hell. That is an awful idea. I agree with Hoover on that. Point. Oh. Oh, are you kidding me? If you think that they should take Caleb Williams, who can't even handle doing a press conference, and he's going to somehow handle the pass rush and get kicked in the dick every fucking week, and have we, don't an we don't know, we don't know, no chance, one. no chance, a choir one. 
you can't acquire top quarterbacks. You can acquire top offensive line. Look at the that 49ers. is true. I will give Look the Eagles. That. You're not trading for a top quarterback. They never are available. It's zero. Every Why? Because they're the most valuable player. They win MVP every year. They're the top five highest played player. Why are I you think- drafting them over a receiver? Who's saying go out and acquire a top quarterback? I'm saying get a quarterback, a quarterback, yeah. and then keep drafting quarterbacks after, so which he, is what you're saying. Oh, I'm saying just doing that in the first round is be a waste the, be of the capital. Broncos. Like win, one, win one Super Bowl with Manning and then call it. Uh, um, or, or have the, you know, um, <laughs> was it the sixth most it in the last 30 years in the NFL, despite only what? winning 20 games in the last four? I think um, what Muldoon is saying is if Manning, you have a Manning good team, was terrible that year. If you have a good team, you yeah. can put a Kirk Cousins in there. There aren't a ton. I will give Hoover this. There are not a ton of examples of Trent Dilfer winning a Super Bowl. There's only really a couple, oh, if not. Also, if if you if it's happening, it's for one fucking year. It's not for a decade. You can't Hoover's hold very, a good team for a decade. Hoover's so very I think it's in sustainability. Yeah, but I think it's rare, right? We've only seen like what a handful of teams be relevant for a decade, and that's the Steelers, um, the Ravens, the Patriots. Not not a, not a top ten quarterback. Not a top they 10 quarterback. Should have been. And then been. not a top 10 quarterback. Should have been. Um, <laughs> it's, it's compelling. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but think, since they weren't top 10 quarterbacks, Hoove, it means that there's not just one way to do this. They were taken no, outside. Yes. No, it does. You're, you're saying, oh, I bet the the 16th overall pick who's going to be a quarterback is going to be better than Caleb Williams because of no. the situation. That's crazy. No, I don't think that's the point. I think the point, the final takeaway of this is, there are other positions that are probably just as valuable. And if you draft well no. at later in the first Lamar Jackson types, you can build a team around that and you're better. You're all right. It depends on where no. the firewall is for you at quarterback. No, you guys are saying just build a good team, then get a quarterback. You know how hard that is to build a good team? I mean, you yeah, know how but, hard it is to get a good quarterback. Yeah, dude. What if yes, Fields, but what you if keep Fields swinging is good, but now we'll never know. What if Bryce Young actually is good and we'll never know? Then, the then they messed up because they couldn't draft late like the Eagles could, like the 49ers could, like the Lions could. All right. I know the answer to this, Gibby. I figured it out. Just draft. You got to draft great. Don't. You got to have more draft. swings to the bat late in the draft. A thousand percent. You definitely need to. This is like no shit. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. You know what? You're telling me yeah, just draft, like, just just make a good team, and then find a quarterback, and I'm telling you that's literally impossible. There's you know three what? teams trying to do. No, you know, what? No, no. What I'm saying is, you can take a good quarterback, a, a quarterback prospect, and ruin them if you yeah. have a terrible team around them, and just be recycling top five picks year after year, which we've seen a ton because the teams and it's not never the get it right. Fault. And it's they, the team's fault. That they didn't draft good players. Oh, I agree. And guess what? You're, you're they would making have my point. That up anyways. They would have messed that up anyway. No, so you're making you're my point. Team, they wasted. You just made my point. I'm, I'm the winner. But if you're that debate. team, you're still drafting the same guys. So you still screwed up the situation. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No. It, Hold on. Here's the thing. It, this is actually a very accurate. This is pretty much what the debates are like. I think we nailed it. I think the the vibe is right on with what we were looking for. And I know that that's a success, right? So, Gibby, that's good. We can put that in our journal for we, sure. We can put that. I still am not convinced that there's only one way to build a team. I'm sorry. I think Hoove makes some good points. And I think the data does back up that it makes some sense to take quarterbacks earlier rather than later because of the percentage that they actually get a second contract. And but the I also, player, and that they're going to win sure. you games and championships for decades. 
but I think you can win a championship with like the 10th best quarterback and a really good for team. For one you year. No. For one year. If you put if you put you, who's the 10th best quarterback right oh now? My Kyler. God. That, if you put Kyler uh, on Pittsburgh, or I don't know, pick sure. a team that has a good defense, you don't think they can win multiple titles? No, because we've seen this in the NFL. They're not going to be consistently good. Why? Because you have to pay the surrounding players in year three, year four. That's why they only have three-year runs. Look at Seattle. Seattle fizzled out because they had to pay their whole secondary, and then Russell Wilson sucked. What? I am getting that's, you, Debbie. I'm sorry. You can look at the look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. They made a, a one run because they had to end up playing all these really awesome guys they drafted. And if they had a good quarterback, they could keep having these runs like we're seeing with Cincinnati, like we're seeing with Buffalo, like we're seeing with KC. Do you really think KC has a good team? They're awful, but they're going to be good all decade no, because of Mahomes. That's that's true. Yeah, but that's an order of operations thing. And they drafted Mahomes 15. So, well, like, infrastructure listen, kind oh of God. in place. Great head got, coach, draft Mahomes. We, we got I – mean, what, what about Josh Allen? What about Josh Allen? In in true form, we got nothing done. Probably one – like, no one's – hopefully not too many people have to listen to this. But I'm satisfied. I got exactly what I wanted out of this debate. I – Gibby, are you picking a winner or are we just going to – are we going to have to draw um, this and then come back to I it? mean, who was in the no. league – if any, if any was going after Peyton Manning uh-huh. and then Russell Wilson, run a poll. I think Muldoon just sitting back and letting who talk himself out of the win. Um, Muldoon could have won this one. <laughs> but, um, this is literally the story what? of my life. Hey, we'll put the yeah, we'll put the we'll put a poll up, and then the seven people that vote on it will be the judge yeah. and jury. Um, okay, that's it. Who do you guys want? So, closing question um, yeah. for Pats fans. Yeah. Maddie, I'll start with you. Um, what do you want the Pats to do with their quarterback situation and probably top three pick overall? Top three pick. Um, my I, my preference would be for them to take Harrison and go acquire a quarterback, knowing full well that it won't be a top be good 10 for three years. No, it doesn't have to be an old guy who – you can find guys. Like you can go find Purdy's. Okay, they don't have to be a billion years old. Yeah, you know who I, didn't suck before Mahomes yeah. is Kansas City. Kansas City was perfectly fine. They didn't suck. Yeah, no, they were great. Yeah, and perfectly had, fine. Is that what you want to be? You want yeah. to be Alex? No, Smith? but then they had. Oh. Listen, I would take. So you I know think, who is good? Oh. What I would do actually is trade back and acquire a bunch of capital and just fire shots at linemen, cornerbacks. And then get a, and then if you stink again, this is what I want them to do is that, and then go trade for like a fields or something. See if you can fix them, figure it out. And if not, you're going to have a high pick the next year. And then a bunch of picks that you hopefully hit on that are going to make it easy for that quarterback to get integrated in. He'll have a weapon. He'll have a line. He'll have a defense that won't hang him out to dry. If you get two have those guys, you're not getting a top pick. You might, because you might, your defense can be really good and you can have a bad, you don't need a top pick. You don't need a top pick. Oh my god! That's so what, what do you want to do? Multiple we'll shots, dude. What are you doing? You taking Harrison? What's that? What are you doing? You're the Patriots. Uh, yeah, I uh, got. This is the easiest job. I'm surprised I haven't been awarded the position yet. <laughs> you draft Harrison, sweet, because he's the best prospect. You sign Judy, and you oh, sign Samuel, and you draft Weidman. Give me. 
and then you're cooking. And then you have the infrastructure. You draft the QB, second or third round. They probably suck, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again. Right. And around then, so instead you keep- of a, a 40%, let's go for 30 or 20%. Great strategy. Well, who, but you're not thinking about the other This elements. is exactly what – who, I'm not thinking about who, Harrison. <laughs> I could, I could literally sign T. Higgins. I can sign Debo. I can sign those guys. I don't need well, to. I don't need to use a pick to get. Well, Higgins Irish sucks. Debo is 28 years old. So congrats on signing a 28 year old running back. Yeah, uh, Hove. If they have the third pick, which I think they will end up with two personally, but if they do end up three, then they're gonna have to trade up to get a quarterback in your scenario, right? You should never trade up. You shouldn't give up picks. Never trade up. Yeah. So I mean, they should trade that. Awful. Really? What are you doing at three then, with that in mind? At three? Yep. That's a different question. Yeah. You know, you no, I mean, what are you doing? You've got, a, you've got either May or Caleb. He's taking a quarterback. You I'm have to take a quarterback. That's the, that, yeah. And then you're Happy. signing Debo. I'm or, signing. Sure, I, I'm getting the weapons that I can get in free agency because I can't get a top quarterback in free agency. That is oh, fair. Now the QB three is QB three in the draft is who? No, in that scenario, give, basically let's just say top two pick, not top three, top two pick. Yeah. Would you? You both would take Harrison or May? No, I would, I would trade back. I would trade back. Uh, I trade back. I would okay. trade. I would take. Look at what the too. Bears. Look at there. what the Bears just got for for Young, and I know that's an aberration, but like who that trade? If they don't blow, that's it, not an aberration. I mean, that was a haul they ended up with. That could change their whole team. So I would trade back, um, not because I don't like either of the quarterbacks, but because I think you need a lot of stuff and you don't have enough time and runway to get all that stuff plus the quarterback if you don't take like six guys in the first two or three rounds this year because it's a a deep draft. So I'm trading back. I'm trading back from like three to six or something, and I'm probably taking Harrison there or an offensive lineman. And then I'm just stacking. I'm taking a quarterback in the middle of the first round. Or you wait until 2026 and you get Arch Manning. That was the yeah. right answer. If wow. anyone came up with Arch Manning, uh, well, Judy was pretty won. good. Judy, did you? Did <laughs> Judy, you Judy was a good one. Judy, all right, I'll, so bad. I'll right, call it, Maddie, it. You want to wrap us up? Yeah, we got to close it out. Uh, all right, we accomplished nothing. We had some fun. We had some laughs. We didn't get fully canceled, which is good. Gibby's going to appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I think all it means is we're just going to have to have you back on again at some point during the draft season to really lock in on the draft and we'll make it real of real examples. We'll do some draft preview pods with you guys. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to get Muldoon's take. You're going to get a lot of them. You're going to continue to get them. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm locked in on the draft. I'm a, I'm a film guy. Yeah. Very. I spend most of my, I'm, I'm so locked into the regular NFL season because I'm just realizing that, Dallas went from Tony Romo to Dak Prescott for like two decades. And, you know, I'm not convinced you have the the whole time, too. (laughs) Listen, you know, Dallas wanted Paxton Lynch. Dallas wanted Paxton Lynch and and Denver traded up for him instead. Yikes. Never trade up. That's the lesson. We definitely can agree. Receivers are important and never trade up. Never trade up. I'm I'm satisfied. Boys, thank you for your effort. Well Uh, done, gentlemen. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Thank you.